This podcast is presented by Steak Sauce Media. Grab a joint, drop the veil, and cruise the multiverse with the Chronic Gals. Let me tell you a little something about the chronic gals Just two best buds and they're very best pals Talking about cannabis, that good, that tree So grab a joint and just fuck with me Hey! Hi everybody, come live with us We're talking about aliens Aliens, aliens, aliens Aliens first? I forgot Okay, I forgot about this Just making sure We'd also clip it out Yeah Well, we're telling everybody that we're here. Yep, so we're, if you're listening to the podcast at home, we're the Chronic Gals, I'm Ashleen. And I'm Riley. And we are waiting for some buddies to get onto this Instagram live here. Um, We've been, I know, it's been, it feels like it's been forever. It's been a really long time since we've done a live. I guess we did one for New Year's. That was was still still five five months months away. Yeah, so it's been a while. Yeah. Um, but we've been discussing a history of the multiverse. People are also expecting us to start at 420. I so know. So we, we like jump the gun on people. Well, I just wanted everyone to get ready and I wanted everyone's like notifications to come up. Yeah. And if we, if someone could come on before 420, we could celebrate 420 with them. With them, totally. So it was more, it was like a, I just wanted the internet to start work. interneting. Yeah. yeah. Plus it's like we're sitting here like ready. Yeah, exactly. So, so I was like, what else? Well. May as well. Yeah. May as well. Um, but yeah, I hope everybody had a great 420. Yes. We are, happy May the 4th. Happy May the 4th. May the 4th be with all of you today. And also with you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Go watch some Star Wars today. Evan keeps telling me about how good the, um, Boba Fett show is on Disney Plus. Oh, really? Yeah, so I might have to hop into that this afternoon. Nice. Nice, that's fun. I've already started one new like massive hyperfixation, and I don't oh, need yeah, to get you don't into Star Wars. Don't yeah yeah don't hop in that canon when you're in the canon you're in. Yeah <laughs> yeah, which is I mean it's not like a secret or anything. It's Marvel. I have been <laughs> yeah. I have decided not decided. I am now into Marvel. Not into. What am I trying to say? I'm you're watching. watching it. Yeah. What so what is actually happening yeah. is that in my like. <laughs> day-to-day life in the weird esoteric shit that I've been studying I'm like noticing it pop up in Marvel things that I've seen and you know just whatever memes or whatever so I just recently I've been into Spider-Man Doctor Strange who is my favorite Marvel character is coming out with a new movie with Spider-Man so I was like okay now I want to know about Spider-Man but you can't just like get into the background of one character when in this like Marvel Disney thing that's coming out I mean you have to like go back I mean you don't have to but I want to like understand the context there's like little like cookies there are on the way that it helps when you have the context of the other movies right to pick up on right so I uh watched the first well actually I did it all out of order I watched Captain America Civil War Mm. which is the first appearance of Mm Spider-Man in the Marvel Universe and then I was like, no, I need to watch from the beginning. I need to understand, like, the whole... Because I know that there was, like, this Tesseract thing in Captain America. Um, and there's, like, a bunch of Nazi stuff. Yes, yes, Like, yes. Hydra is the, you know, the bad guys in Marvel. They were... They came off of a, a branch of Nazi deep science. 
So oh, actually, like, kind of ties back into what, what we're, we're talking, talking about. about. That's so interesting. So that's another reason I'm like, okay, I'm here for this. But anyway, last night I watched Captain America, The First Soldier, and now I'm beginning from the beginning. And, like, the way that you are using this media is to kind of, like, track yeah. when they started dissecting, dissecting yeah. or disclosing, yeah. even if it's misinformation disclosure, right. it's still, like, some type of disclosure. Exactly. And, and when you are into esoteric things and, like, occult things and, like, the weird woo that we're into, yeah. it's hard not to see... The parallels between what we're learning in something so completely outside of the Marvel right, universe, right. but when you see it inside of the Marvel universe, you're like, "Wait a minute! Right, right. I got to figure out who inside of the Marvel universe is bringing up all of this Tesseract right, stuff." Right? Like, why? Why are I they mean, talking about Tesseract if it's just a superhero movie? There's a whole branch of the universe that takes place in Valhalla. Like, it's yeah. like a whole Norse exactly. Thor. Thor thing. has his own thing. Yeah. 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 There's that, and then, like, Ant-Man. And Asgardians. Right. Ant-Man is all about quantum physics, because that's how it gets so small, is by, like, entering in... Uh, I don't even know. But, anyway, Ant-Man is another good one. Quantum wow. physics. Doctor Strange, like I already mentioned. Yeah, Obviously, he's, like, mystical. His whole thing. I don't know. if you, Have you seen the Doctor Strange movie yet? You know, I watched, I tried, and then I fell asleep, oh, and fine. I didn't even fell asleep. So I'll it's just cool to... because he like does like the hand motions and he like direct energy. That's cool. I like, saw a cool. TikTok video. This guy was like, "Okay, I will tell you the video, and then I'll tell you the things I say about the video." The video was he was it. I don't actually know if it was here. They were at a park facing water. The person was using his energy to move the water, Ooh. and it was really cool. Mm -hmm. And like you could see where the water was moving, and then after he had like done his own hand, you could see like what like his the ripple effect of yeah. what he did. And yeah. he wasn't he was like super far away from the water, yeah. So he was not touching the water in any way. The only thing about that video is that it was super windy. Like you could hear the oh. wind in the camera, yeah. So it was like. Yeah. It's super windy. I believe in your abilities. Yeah. Because okay. I, yeah. like, there was, you could tell the wind waves. Right. And then you could tell the difference between his wave and the wind waves. So, like, I believe yeah. in his ability. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I can see the skeptics being like, meh. It's windy. Right. It's just a wind gust. Right. You know? So. Well, and that's the whole thing, too. It's like, sure, it is, like, it could be a wind gust. Right. Or it could be... And, I'm not even going to say or, and it could be that the guy is directing wind energy and exactly. causing it to create waves across the water. Exactly. You know, it can be both it's of those things. All of it. And it is both of them because from the two perspectives of the two different people, you know, your curmudgeon over here who doesn't believe in magic versus airbender, waterbender, right. it both, they both exist. Which is the beauty of the multiverse. Exactly. Because we are all universes inside of this multiverse and we all have different perspectives mm -hmm. on one situation and thus creates the multiverse right because we all have different interpretations and versions and of what just happened based right. on our own experiences right. in our own little world so totally. oh it's 420 it's 420 Ooh, what should we smoke 20 uh well we, we have, have a so selection here um yeah <laughs> oh, I guess I can do this. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um, I don't know. 
Mothership. We got Space Cake. I say either Mothership or Quantum Gandalf. I think I like Quantum Gandalf. I've been trying to smoke this damn joint for so long. Cool. Let's I haven't been it. able to get it. Let's so. do it. Oh, it's a twofer. It's a twoey. Love a twoey. Love a twoey. I had my bartender today ask me about that. Hello. Hi, Heather. Happy 420. <laughs> We're lighting up. I had my bartender today ask me, she was like, do you prefer, or do you like two half grammars, or do you like a whole, you know, gram of pre-roll? And I was like, I mean, if I can stretch it out between two smokes and not, like, have to have the nasty flavor, and the, you know, from the middle of a full-gram joint, of course I would like a twofer. But I will smoke whatever. If the strain is good. And she was like, I like I like your where your uh, mind is at. I love it when they ask me if I like twoies or a one e. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. That tastes good. We're over here smoking um, Quantum Gandalf from Experience Organics. I have hair all over me. That's been happening to me a lot. If I can start brushing my hair again. God, it's so annoying. I used to do that like once a week. Quantum Gandalf, perfect for the journey we'll be talking, we'll be taking today. Totes. Through the quantum universe <laughs> and beyond. <coughs> okay. So we're going to wait for a couple more people to join us before we really hop in. Um, we are... <coughs> talking today about um, A History of the Multiverse by Seth Lyon. It's the text that we've been reading the past couple podcast episodes. We, If you've been following us for a while, you know that we're in this like trauma, soup, healing type of a mood. Because <laughs> it's like I don't know. You there's a point. This is what I realized the other day is that there's a point in which Cheers, Heather. you can keep complaining Aww. about something. Oh, lost, lost the chair. And like you can complain, and then there's a point where I need to fix what I'm complaining about. Like if it's something that I'm complaining yes. about and complaining about and complaining about, then it's me that is going to fix it, or I have to make the move to fix what this is. What this is what I'm whatever I'm complaining about. But, why did that, anyway, oh, shoot, I totally lost my point to that. Complaining, Seth Lyon, History of the Multiverse, you were reading it and it made you think that? You're, oh God, I don't know now. Because we've been reading it for so long, we've been in trauma soup. That, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because we, I think oftentimes Ashleen and I come together to talk about the traumas that we are healing or like this triggered me and then this happened and then whatever whatever it is you know <laughs> pretty much it's basically oh, it oh, oh, oh. so it's like getting down to why we all have trauma why trauma is such a big thing in our lives yeah and why is it trauma does trauma make us you know like are we just victims of trauma? Is our experience supposed to be like some traumatic experience where mm -hmm. we're just here to like get beat down? You know, like why are we so, why is this world full of so much trauma? Yeah. Trauma, 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 trauma. Especially with this past couple of years, everything's falling apart. Well, and it's wild because like the answer to that, at least according to the text, goes back to the very beginning. Exactly. Like the very beginning. Exactly. Do we need to do a disclaimer that we are all 
moving forward, if you're part of this conversation, then we're all assuming that, not that the text is true, but that at least that you've engaged with the text in like reading it or listening to our podcast. We're not, this isn't like a synopsis episode. We've done three episodes of synopsis. <laughs> so if you need to go back, we will post this episode on our feed so you can listen to it when you get there. But we're not going to be like answering. We're not going to, we'll go here? back in the way that we need to for context, but we're not going to, we're going to try and not. Because I can synopsis all day. Well, it becomes synopsis plus deep dive yeah and that's we want a deep dive we would just want to yeah we just want a deep dive we want everybody to be on the same page anyway so so back to the beginning yeah back to the beginning Trauma goes back to the beginning exactly and based on the text we're all just trying to heal our mother wound Mm -hmm. and i think that's what i liked about this text is that it kind of brought you all the way back yeah to the beginning like we said Mm -hmm. to get context to be able to understand now Right. Um, do we want to like invite anybody on? Do Does anybody want to come on? Heather or Ryan, do you guys want to hop on and have a oh, there's four people talk? on here now. Who's all here? Is anybody who's on who's on here want to come talk to us? Uh, oh, invite yourself or like say something in the comments and we'll like invite you on or whatever. But um, yeah, we do. We want to kind of frame what the conversation sure. should be. Yeah. We are. We want to open it up for anybody who has comments about I don't know anything that they heard or read across the whole thing. But maybe we can try to keep it organized along the timeline. Yeah, just as as we as we can. Um, or if it's like somebody new that pops up, I think based. I think it's like whoever we're talking to. Totally. It'll probably frame. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, for we'll, sure. We'll be talking. So if you have something you want to chat about, I guess just put it in the comments and then we'll invite you on. How about that? Yeah. That's okay. great. Cool. We have um, a couple questions to mm-hmm. kind of get the party going. Um, I'm just like, I mean, we've talked at nauseum about this, and I'm actually quite excited to be done talking about this because it's taken up a lot of brain space. Yeah, a lot of the <laughs> mental. But it's been like a fascinating it has mental been. exercise. It really like, has been. I have thoroughly enjoyed link like in this text linking up a bunch of the different things that i've been learning including like yeah flying rainbow lasagna stuff understanding how dimensionality and density works yes and ancient egyptian things time time and non-time yeah yeah uh, you know it just like all kind of culminates together yeah ah yeah so i just so yeah i want to know from everybody else oh here's heather has a question what are the big lies that have been perpetuated? What info has been withheld from us and why? Would love your thoughts. Ooh. Oh, that's a great one. Well, hmm. I think like all of it has been kept from us. Yeah. You know, I mean, what we're taught in school is not this history. Right. You know, it's even, history only begins a few thousand years ago. You know, 10,000 years ago for us I think or so, whatever. Something like that. And then. You know, the first civilization started around like 7,000 BC, like Mesopotamia ish. Like I know that there's like the ancient Egyptians were like 6,000 yeah. or maybe like, I don't know, whatever. It was like Mesopotamia and then that grew into like the e- into Egypt and then that grew into Egypt and Rome and Europe and all of that. Right. Which is, com- it just, all of this, this whole text is everything that, that happened to lead up to that moment. Yeah. So, 
well, like, and so yeah, like our ancient history, we keep finding, or archaeologists keep finding temples and ruins and artifacts from more than 50,000 years ago or whatever. Say something about Antarctica. Oh, yeah. And so, let me finish that thought. Okay, so, we know that Mesopotamia was not like the first civilization. Totally. It goes back pre that and pre, what was that, like an ice age before that? So, it's like before the ice age. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> linking it back to the text, the text says that the Pa'atal, the ancient founder race founder ra alien race that was tasked with the responsibility to create a dna life form that could hold seventh density consciousness in a third density realm they angels <laughs> they the potal have ancient ruins on earth in antarctica that antarctica we our learning is getting really hot, right? It's melting or whatever. But they're finding ancient temples that are bigger than Egypt's pyramids in Ant Antarctica. So that's a really big lie that they've told us that Antarctica is a nothingness, you know? Yeah, if it's nothing, why are there so many people interested in it? Like every exactly. government wants to be there. Exactly. It's a hot place on the globe. So I think they've held a lot of truth i don't know what exactly the biggest the big lies are because i don't i don't know if we're ever going to know that but there are things that you can we can all see in our everyday life that don't add up like mm -hmm. our perceived history goes back back way farther than that mm -hmm. even our history up until like the turn of the century yeah. you know like or the previous turn of the century well even throughout the 20th century there's been so like in the last 10 20 years there has been so much to be revealed that like it, like the mk ultra stuff mm -hmm. that all all of that was disclosed yeah and just which illustrates that that shit is going on behind the scenes that they are not telling us and mm -hmm. they want to keep the masses calm because mm -hmm. they don't think that everybody needs to know about all the crazy shit that's going on which, I mean, it's Which is fair. True. We don't all need to know the craziest, nefarious things that are going on in the world. Like, we are taught. Or we haven't needed to know up until this point. Right. But now, I mean, I'm definitely on board with this awake awakening and this, and this like, truth. ascension. Yeah. So now, as we're all waking up to, like, the falsehood that we've had to live in for thousands of years, we're now starting to, like, be able to even hold the concept that there could be alien races that started this planet. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like, where are the aliens, you know? We are the aliens. We are the aliens. Just Reese says, we are the aliens. And then I resonate with that so hard. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I do feel like an alien sometimes, you know? Like, the things that we are able to do are is so advanced. I remember sitting in biology class and learning about, like, the cells and, like, all the jobs of each little thing in the cell. And it's like, each cell does that. And, like, I can't even see all of the cells because, like, I'm so big and, like, each, it just, like, I couldn't compute the craziness that that, that was. And we are just, like, so advanced. Right. You know? Right. Well, and then that just makes me think of, like, the fractals of the universe. If yeah. you are a being made up of, like, quadrillions of tiny little beings, right? that means you are a quadrillion little tiny being Inside of inside this bigger... of some other ma macrocosm, exactly. You know, so yeah. like, um, there's this guy Matthias Matthias De Stefano, 
who he like remembers his past lives, he remembers Atlantis, and he says that his job is to like bring these memories back, mm -hmm. but he describes himself as a memory cell. Oh. And he says that there are memory cells on this planet that are here to remember, that are here to remember all of this like ancient stuff, and he's one of them, you know. And so like now That's he's so like cool. a way shower memory cell. So like every, again, so then it's like everybody has a job. Yeah, everybody exactly. has a cell. Exactly. We don't all have to be T cells. We don't all have to be right. like the warrior. So true. You know, like White we don't all have to be cells. the memory cell. Yeah. yeah. We're so, cool. we're so cool as human beings. We're so, we're just our, <coughs> the point of us to hold a seventh density consciousness right. in a 3D, third density realm is like such a fascinating concept. Right. Because like this world we live in, this reality we live in is so dense. Right. But we need to do, we need to be in the density to be able to heal the wounds. Right. So we can all ascend into higher density. Right. Well, then, and I just think but, that... Yeah. Sorry. No, 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 that's it. I just think that it's... Whenever I think of the whole 3D to 7D thing, it makes me, like, summer NPC. I'll come back to that. Yeah, right? I, have, I figured it out. Shoot, what were we just talking about? Third density. Third density. Oh, the idea of being able to, like, being that being to hold all of those densities for the planet Earth, that makes me... That motivates me to journal. Mm -hmm, because that does. is literally taking thought vibration and creating creating something in the world yeah you know it makes me want to do art it makes me want to mm -hmm. create because that is literally bringing yeah it's bringing vibration into this plane and making that mm -hmm. connection i don't know that's just fucking inspiring to me i love that yeah i got back into journaling i even wrote in my new journal like i i have an intention to get back into journaling and nice. getting back into myself and mm -hmm. like Getting back and like manifesting intentionally, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. my my current intention is to embody myself more, Ooh. meaning pulling it down pull into the third density. I love yeah, it. into the third density. Yeah, that's so good. Very specifically, it was like an intention for dream school, so uh -huh. that I like, you know, started actually practicing the practices instead that's of just good. just like holding doing it. them and thinking about them. It's like no, let's actually practice the practices and see what happens. And I've made, like, a lot of cool art. I've had Love lots that. of cool, like, downloads coming in. And, yeah, it's it, it's working. Love that. But, yeah, NPCs. NPCs. Okay, so I had this revelation about NPCs the other day. This is kind of getting off of topic, but it doesn't matter. Um, okay. Well, it's kind of off topic, on topic. So, the pod talls, we are here to create the 7th and 3D density, whatever. The... The way that they did that was creating DNA and through trial and error they figured out that a 12 strand DNA would be able to hold the densities that it needed to so we that's why we have 12 strand DNA right but we only really use two strand because it's like the sex chromosomes am I right about that mm -hmm. so we think we have like 10 strands of junk DNA that don't Aren't Which is stupid. Why would you have why junk would, DNA? Why would anyone think? Why would oh, think doesn't, this isn't this doesn't matter? Right. Oh my god. Well, like, what, what do you put anything in a in a recipe that doesn't make right, sense? Right. Right. Anyway, anyway. something so as perfect as a as, a, as biology. Right. Like, are you kidding me? Right. Which like, like fucking foreskin? That's yeah, another thing. Anyway. Perfect thing that's been ripped away from oh. human beings for thousands of years. Give the men their foreskin back. <laughs> god, that's a shirt. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so 
this 10, this 10 extra strands of DNA, what do we do with them? We don't know. But I think that, uh, so there's, okay, returning it back to a couple things. So a lot of us in the past couple of years have seen awaken, awoke, I don't want to say woke because that's not right. Like, oh, people have been awakening to be, to what's been going on in the world. Hence the fact that we can have these conversations about the matrix and or like the reality matrix, not the movie, the matrix, but right. and aliens and like having these open conversations about the fucking crazy weird shit that's going on. So there's been a point in time where two, there's like two factions. There's like the NPCs, right? Who are just kind of following the, the norm, the sheeple. They're the, plugged in. Right, they're plugged in. They're just kind of, they're fine just following the path. And great, follow the path. And then there's some of us over here who are like, the path is broken! There's red pill, red black pill, black pill, ascension, aliens, you know? So there's like this weird faction over here that is getting like, great, we're learning about new things and we're tapping into things. By using ancient technologies like chanting, and prayer and yoga and mantra and all of these ancient things that have been suppressed but we've been doing all of this stuff to activate the dna that we have that's just sitting there and that dna is these extra abilities like telepathy and mm -hmm. moving connect can can telekinesis. telekinesis and like all of this like sixth sense the veil is dim yeah. thing that's going on. Like we are actively, even through trauma healing, mm -hmm. we are actively activating this young DNA to create these abilities that we are all getting. Mm -hmm. And it's like not a hierarchical like, oh, we're awakened, we get are better than the NPCs over here. Cause it's like, maybe an NPC soul has been awakened a hundred thousand times. Maybe they just want to sit in neutral and experience life. Yeah. You know, maybe it's like, I've been awake. I've been well, asleep. I've been doing all of this. I'm here for the ride of life because I'm here to experience what this world is right now for whatever reason. Do you think that being an NPC is like an intentional byproduct of being plugged into the matrix? Like... Obviously, we don't all start as NPCs, <clears throat> because if we all start as, like, come into this world as divine beings and then forget, because we're conditioned out of it as we grow up, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we're conditioned into being an NPC, mm -hmm. and then some of us break that and find ways out. I don't know if, I don't know if I believe that we are all, <sighs> see, this is where it's like, totally hypothetical and yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. that every single i don't seven billion people in this world right now all have a some sort of like life world-changing mission yes i don't think that that's true not everybody is jack i don't the, not in the perspective of, of multiverse and also the perspective of a computer processor mm -hmm. which whatever we are we aren't I don't know but in that perspective I don't know if our simulation would be able to hold nine trillion billion fajillion souls so 
in the perspective of a multiverse, not everyone in that multiverse has to be conscious. Mm -hmm. And it would benefit, you know the whole 12, 12? There are only 12 types of people. Yeah, there are only 12 souls, souls, or, souls or, whatever. or whatever. Yeah. So like in my game, oh. I am not an NPC. Mm -hmm. I am co totally conscious, self-aware. I decide what's going on because it's my game. You are probably not an NPC in my life. Mm -hmm. The person who is in the drive-thru of a Wendy's giving me my Frosty, probably an NPC in my life. Yeah. The person on the street walking their dog, probably an NPC in my life. Right. So I don't know because... No, sorry, finish the thought. So I don't... I think that only some people okay, I don't think everybody comes into this world conscious the way that we think or I think there are some NPCs and there are some con or there are some conscious people mm -hmm. I think it's within your soul contract to decide what mm. I so it's like I don't think people like don't have souls yeah, you know, like yeah, I think yeah. even an NPC has a soul. But maybe the NPC's soul contract is to be an NPC yes. and is to be like the grandma who weaves shoes yeah. her entire life. Yeah. Or or just like the person who comes to the bench to feed the birds every Saturday. Yeah. Or you know the guy who's just on a loop in some your life. You know the same guy that turns right at the same time that you're turning left and on your yet, way to work. You know. And yet in their version of the multiverse they are the main character exactly and they are not the npc exactly because they're gonna have like their own trauma to transmute right right you know yeah. like it's so then it's like you become an npc in someone exactly. else's life and then uh the game the deck reshuffles exactly npc as an architect <laughs> yeah <laughs> because like the, I mean, there is beauty in just sitting in neutral and coasting when you don't have to think about the crazy, nefarious things that may or may not be going on behind the scenes yeah. or clones or zombie timeline or, you know, like a lot of the stuff that we think about is like really intense. Yeah. And it is nice to sit in neutral and NPC out right. for a little bit and right. just, you know, not think about this crazy shit. <laughs> right. Oh, no. Oh, it doesn't matter. Well, I, I have confidence that Instagram will save, will save it. But so yeah, so NPCs. so NPC is an archetype. I like that. I don't know, and it's also like, so I watched the Jim Carrey Andy Kaufman documentary on Netflix. I think we kind of talked about this, but um, it's the do it's a documentary about when Jim Carrey played Andy Kaufman in a movie in the 90s, like right when his career was um, starting to like skyrocket. And at the end of the movie, this is, like that movie doesn't even matter, but at the end <laughs> of the movie, Jim Carrey questions free will. And he's like, do we even have free will? I am thirsty, I drink tea. You know, like I have, I'm hungry, I eat food, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, as he was talking about, I was like, yeah, that's so true. Like, my, I'm hungry and I eat, right? Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, no. I'm hungry and I choose to sit in my hunger mm -hmm. and stare at the 
fridge and say, there's no food. <laughs> I don't know what to eat. I don't want to cook. And have like two hours of this like stupid hissy fit of me feeling hunger. And then I'm choosing to have yeah. this moment of like not feeding myself. Right. Been on my mind today. Free will. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I don't. I think I think we have free will. I think there's fate and destiny and the universe is helping us, but I think ultimately we get to choose no matter what. What's the difference between fate and destiny? I have an answer. I just have to get it right. Yeah. Because no, I read no. I read something and I was like, this makes sense. Right? I heard something recently too. I think Seth Lyon talks about it in the text. Is that also. what it is? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I think fate... Fate is like the through line that tethers, you know, your beginning to the end. Like, mm -hmm. kind of like the universe is always helping you. Fate is like your soul contract that you've, I'm here to do this. And there will be moments in my life that will lead me to my goal. Mm -hmm. But then destiny is like your free will of it all. Mm -hmm. It's your, like, it, it's the consequences of your free will mm. Mm, the consequences of your free will you know yeah yeah because fate like people think that fate is like oh you're fated to die in a train wreck right you know i don't think it's like that i think it's more like okay you're maybe you're fated to die in a train wreck but it could be literally any time you know or, right or you'd be fated to die at this moment but it could be from anything right Destiny, yeah, I feel like that's a, more of a conscious choice. Mm -hmm. Or, and it can or change. maybe like the consequence of your consequences of your free will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it can change because if I mm -hmm. like in a moment, if I choose to trip somebody, I don't know. I'm making an example. I choose to some trip somebody that's walking by. Right. The karma of me choosing that. Is that is my destiny, right? Because I could not. I mean, my car. So I trip the person. The person falls, and the person breaks their foot. And then the karma of that is now I have to. My insurance has to pay for their mm -hmm. foot, right? <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I'm really just pulling. This yeah, out. yeah, 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 yeah. But I could choose, and so like, the destiny is me having to pay the bill, and then the guilt. Of, mm. uh, you know, and then the, all of the things that come after me tripping the person and the person mm -hmm. falling or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I can choose not to. Mm -hmm. And he walks by and I don't have to go down mm -hmm. that path. And then my destiny is to changes because mm -hmm. I didn't trip the person. And perhaps you were always fated to meet that person and right. choose whether or not to right. trip them or strangle Yeah, them that was like a fated choice. Or, yeah. yeah. You know, like this moment of... My this like choice of oh should I trip or not was faded <laughs> yeah. and then you get to choose your, res your response, response your reaction your action I don't know this is also just like yeah gobbledygook right channels stoners channels yeah, yeah. <laughs> these are great questions <coughs> though does anybody want to hop on any Ryan do you have any comments about NPCs. Uh, I 
went um, um a mothership. Oh boy. It's for the I kind of got like space <coughs> um space themed, themes, yeah, joint. Ooh. Out loud oh, for the people at home. Is Anki at play through the cabal or does Anki influence the evil within us? Hold on. Reframe. Who's Anki? Okay. Anki is Anki? the brother. Anunnaki brother? No. Yeah. 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 <coughs> oh my god. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Let me go back to my notes. My little cute little notes that I wrote out. Do you guys see our, our flow chart? Of the universe and how this all breaks down. Is Anki on there? No. This is this was like part down one. here. Yeah. In the Anunnaki. He's not Poseidon. He's Zeus. Anki is Poseidon. Oh yeah, Anki is the genetic manipulation guy. Okay, cool. He's the one that genetically manipulated um, Homo sapiens to be, or Homo erectus to create Homo sapiens, and that is what we are. So. Going back to the question, is Anki at play through the cabal or does Anki influence the evil within us? That's, I might be misunderstanding. I thought Anki was like the serpent or the devil. Um, yeah, so he was. We will photograph the flowchart. Um, he was, I'm trying to frame this. So all of the Anunnaki are like kind of connected to the devil and that they're all descendants of Draco, right? So are originally influenced by yeah. So Anki. So when Anki was genetically manipulating creatures to create a slave race for the mining of gold to send back to Nibiru. Um, that's why. That's originally why Anki created us. Um, his brother Enlil, who was like who's like Zeus, he's like the main um, overseer of everybody. He did not want the the slave race to reproduce, so he did not want Anki to have reproduce or put reproductive organs within his like genetically manipulated slave race. The X and Y chromosome. Yes. Call back from earlier. Yes. Um, so Anki did. He put the reproduction um because he was like it makes more sense to have them reproduce on their own instead of using anunnaki wombs which totally makes sense to me so without <laughs> the logic so, is sound the logic is sound <laughs> so in secret anki gave humans reproductive organs that was thought to be that action was thought to be like the um tree of knowledge apple eating Fix. metaphor in the bible does that help your question so like he kind of in the bible's version of the serpent the serpent gave the adam and eve good and evil um he is that character within the bible but if you don't believe in what the Bible is saying, he's the one that gave us reproductive organs. So I don't know. 
he kind of gets like lost within the sauce of the story. Um, I don't remember if he goes back to Nibiru or if he just kind of gets tossed in with like the rest of the Draco reptilians that kind of come up through Atlantis and stuff. Um, I don't know. I, I don't see. I don't know if Anki's even like really in the picture anymore. If he or if he's just kind of like. Well, at I'm this point, sure. I think the Cabal is its own beast yeah. that is not really influenced by any yeah. former, I don't know, ancestor yeah. or whatever. You know, That's I think... That's probably true, too. At this point, they're, yeah, they're, they're their, their own, their own thing. Or maybe he went underground to the Draco down there. I don't know. I lost track of him. But I think there are tablets that you can read, <laughs> that you can look up, um... Or it might even say a little bit in the text yeah. that we're forgetting. Yeah. That whole story, though, is fascinating. I love I know. being able to connect the story back to, like, common Bible stories. Because we grew up Catholic, so all of this is very familiar. And I remember, like, we've talked about this on the show before, but I remember growing up <coughs> and, like, not understanding church <coughs> and knowing that there's some, like, nugget of truth to all of it. So, fe so feeling like... I should like sit there and listen and yet it was like never right like there was always something <coughs> off about it yeah and so to like go back and see this whole alien timeline that happened that created the gods that we as homo sapiens bow down to now mm -hmm. makes the most sense for me like i totally not objectively this text makes the most sense to me. And it like, for me, I actually feel it resonate in my body. Yeah. When I read some of these things, it's like, I get feel chills, chills, something tingles somewhere. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Did anything resonate like for that, like that for you all about the story? Who all, did anybody go back and read like the actual text of it all? Um, or even just like what you came up with? Cause there was even like, so much of the story is in Star Wars. You know, yes. there's that whole, I don't know, giant section of the, the story. The Empire and yeah. the fucking... Federation. Federation. And then the rebel faction yeah. on the side of that. I was like, this is 100% Star Wars. Well, and then we're learning in the Egyptian, like, there's this thing called the Jed, which is your power, like, a, a, like your power structure. And people who can harness their Jed are known as Jedi or Jedu. Which it's like being able to use the force <laughs> to, I don't know, move things or jump real high or power co create with the universe. Co create with the universe. Yeah, dude. Like, there's so much of this that I was like, oh, I could see these stories in this media mm -hmm. and that media. And if anyone has ever seen Fantastic Planet, mm -hmm. that's what it's called, right? The one that we watched, the, the cartoon. One that the car yeah. Yeah. Um, not that it was anything like the text, but it was so, like, my body yeah. felt like Fantastic Planet, which is a cartoon that was made in the 60s, 70s. 70s and it's like Czechoslovakian art flick. Um, I think you can find it on YouTube. I think you yeah, found it. Yeah. But it's about this alien race that's big and blue, and they don't like these little human race guys that are running around and like it's a whole weird story about like their interaction but it's also like 
talks about like consciousness and yeah the blue guys float their consciousness away in bubbles and like go traveling through through their universe and go experience things and then come back and like learn through headphones and like vibrations and it's stuff. so crazy it's so weird but something else that's like another piece of art or media that i viscerally felt truth from yeah Anybody else? Anyone? <laughs> gremlins? No. I'm just kidding. I, mean, I would hate to live in a gremlin timeline. Yeah, that would be awful. Just you could more. never Isn't feel a relaxed. Because no. literally anywhere under any piece of furniture could be hiding a little fucking squeaky thing. Someone spills some water. Mm. Or aren't the gremlins? Don't they? Are they, they don't like water. Oh, they, okay, well then fine. We'll right? Having a moat around the house. Yeah. Also, I feel like gremlins are totally real because some things get lost. Like, some things that I know are, were somewhere end up in different places. Definitely. So. Oh, I, this is, like, off topic. But I watched this TikTok of this <laughs> big, um, he was, like, probably, like, a blacksmith type of guy. Um, and he was talking about, like, the little shop gnomes that come in and, like, take his tools and shit. Mm -hmm. And he was, like... I'm going to make my new shop goblin, or they were shop goblins. He's like, I'm going to make my shop goblin Gregory a little house. So he like built him a little house and like he would, it was like, he has like a little furniture and he has his own tools and <laughs> super cute. And like the guy, he ha like, he gets helped by his like shop goblin now. And so he's like, I, I need to find my, this thing. And he'll like call it out to Gregory and then moments later, he'll find it where Gregory leaves it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so it's, like, it's also that, like, Nordic thing yeah. of, like, the the mountain elves and stuff. And you leave gifts with the little elves. Totally. I'm, like, so here for that. I mean, what he did was build an altar to Gregory. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Like, <clears throat> and that's what I was thinking. Yeah, too. it's just a little altar to Gregory. And exactly. It's a place that, here, Gregory, this is your space. And we are going to hang out. So that's cute. cool. Well, that's what they say. They say that if you're like, if you're chill with the Fae and give them gifts, they will have your back and give you gifts back. Hey man. Although if you like, don't don't make don't make uh, yeah, weird don't deals with, with the Fae. But if you, you just do gift yeah. exchanges, <laughs> just give them some some honey. Don't don't interact with them. Other than that. Oh. Anyway, anyway, with the Fae. <clears throat> like a million oh my gosh we missed oh a my million God. comments i am so sorry okay hold on whoa okay we, we just did that we did that okay. we're photographing the flow chart go read cuneiform cuneiform okay like about cuneiform or is that a book okay that's awesome Cune. totally star wars may the fourth be with you are there jedi walking among us or does all of humanity have amnesia? I didn't read the whole history. Um, I think there. I think there's totally Jedi, and I think that us. that's part of the whole thing of waking up. Yeah, is that you become empowered, and that's yeah. all it is. Like the Jedi is just a symbol for your power, and when you like can stand in your own power and sovereignty, then you're a Jedi. I think so. <laughs> um, but yes, I think all of humanity also has amnesia, which is part of the Matrix thing, right? Yeah, it, wasn't that part of the programming that they like? Yeah, 
they, instilled in the moon or whatever? Yeah. One, it was like, um, we only, we believe that we have a life expectancy of like 80, and then we have a belief of like, that we're only here to work. Mm. Or something. Does that answer your question, though? About the Matrix? Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. so. I don't know. Not question. Cuneiform, read the tablets. Okay. Oh. Gotcha. Cool. Secret I think we caught up to the... Oh, I love that. Caught up to the comments. Man, it's hard to be live. I know. I, well, they just that. didn't. They didn't update. Okay, That's whatever. True. Um, I, I just wrote it down just in case. Um, oh, I was. <laughs> oh my god! If someone knocks on the door in the next fifteen minutes, I'm just gonna. That's gonna be scary. Lose my shit. That's gonna be scary. Um, other notable moments in the text that anybody was like, oh, this okay. is interesting. The Vril Society. The Vril Society is the one that cool. comes pop to pop in my head first. Vril Society is very cool. Can you refresh us? Um, the Vril Society was the group of women, German women, who were psychics that figured out how to get off of the planet based on, um blueprints that they downloaded from Nordic aliens. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> what should one do with waking up from the matrix? Put your feet in the grass. That's a good one. Put your feet in the grass and feel your body and say, I am in this body and I am this body. I am in this body. I'm in this body. I am here. We may be out of the matrix, but we're not out of reality. That's the thing. It's like it's not like we're like, oh, I'm out of the matrix. It's like we're still in the in the game. Mm -hmm. You might be you privy to the rules of the game, but you still have to play the game. You still have to bring it down to the 3D. Exactly, and, and that's the, the whole point. On the 3D, and that's <clears throat> the whole point. But what really should not. you do when waking up in the matrix? I mean, I think it's just take it slow. Yeah. Just. Pay attention. I, I have been felt. I feel like I've super benefited from trauma healing, mm -hmm. um, which just means like paying attention to what kind of things make my body go, mm -hmm. and then asking why my body has gone, <clears throat> and then tracing it back and uh, realizing that whatever made me do that the first time, you know, maybe I didn't understand the situation then, or I don't know. Now I'm trying to think of a a uh, 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 example, example but I can't and now my entire like throat yeah, chakra is making up but yeah I, I yeah. think trauma healing is super helpful but also if you're not ready to heal your trauma oh yeah do don't. not push it take it slow I think is like super a good suggestion take it slow. our bodies truly hold the answers yes they it's do. true okay here are some resources though this is what yeah. helped me I can I'll spit out some stuff um uh, to be magnetic, what's that lady's name? Lacey Phillips. Lacey Phillips. Lacey Phillips at To Be Magnetic. Uh, found her, I don't know, maybe four years ago. About the same time I found Human Design, and uh, her manifestation process is based on neuro linguistic feedback. Neuro neurology. I don't know. She has like a doctor on her staff who helps with this whole process, but. She will help you walk through and reparent yourself. She'll help you walk through your subconscious so you, that you can reparent yourself, heal your blocks around love, 
if you're trying to call, it's basically block, healing any of the blocks that are stopping your manifestations from coming to you. So that's a really good, really good one. Um, if you want to understand more about like how your body is a machine that you have the sovereignty to tune, um, Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz is a really, really good book that was written in the 60s. He was a plastic surgeon and started realizing that a lot of his patients, when they, even after their plastic surgery, if they like, if they had some sort of block about themselves, then you, they could get as much plastic surgery as they want and never felt happy. But the people who actually got plastic surgery to like make themselves feel like a whole person, they would always end up happy with their with their mm -hmm. surgery. So he like developed this book just about how to use affirmation and meditation to like change the dials on the human machine so that you can change your whole mindset. So Psycho Cybernetics is a great book. Um, I don't know if the, there's, if the podcast episode is still up about it from <coughs> Quietest Revolution. It might be, but I think it might, I, I would look for that. So the Revolution Ramblings podcast with Amber Khan has a really good episode about it, but it was from like two or three years ago and I don't know the number or the thing, but I can probably find it and post it somewhere. Yeah. Maybe we'll put it in the show notes of the podcast episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jess Reed. Jess Reed is great. Her podcast. Okay. So a lot of things about Jess Reed, <coughs> but whatever podcast called Soberish is fascinating because you get to watch a awakened person continue to wake up through if you listen to the entire like two and a half years that that show is on she is awakened in the beginning and she begins to like give tips on how mm -hmm. to manifest and how to like deal with your own awakening and then she realizes that she falls asleep and then wakes up to it like within the course of her real life in soberish yeah and then she starts uh aod which is alien orientation department yeah. slash awakening orientation department i don't remember which now but um yeah jessa reed's amazing yeah she's really great she's really good at like bringing in the comedy just like the dry logical comedy of aliens mm -hmm. which that sentence alone is like super weird but yeah. she it's just like duh like Come on, everybody. Like, yeah. this is what's going on. Yeah. I don't know. I just really love her delivery and... Awakening her. Orientation Department. Thank you. Um, I also love her because she shows me, showed me how to look at my shadow and how to, like, integrate my shadow. Like, people mm -hmm. say that all the time. Do your shadow work. Integrate your shadow. And I think I've done that a little bit. But it wasn't until I... There we go. Sorry. It wasn't Hi. until I started listening to Jessa Reed that I actually saw what it looked like to like own your shadow and talk about it out loud. Because she has this whole, she's on meth for years and she has this whole like story about all of it. Very, very good. And also to go back into <coughs> your life and not take what happened so seriously because mm -hmm. I know I can loop on something that was so minuscule but like in my brain was like this is the yeah. but it was like nobody actually cared right. or noticed like and so it was like it's she makes going back into 
your loops a little bit fun because you're like okay this really wasn't that bad, big of a deal or how yeah. I can laugh at this now yeah totally any other resources that you can think of? Human design. Love human, human design. design. If you like any... Ay, ay. Uh, it, the Merc Mercury uh, retrogrades in shadow. Don't even blame that. That was just you. <laughs> I was trying to go away. Whatever. What was we saying? Um, resources. Resources. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, There's, human design. Human design. Oh, any... So, any of these modalities that call to you, pick that one and just read about yourself. That's all it really needs to be. Human design. It can be human design, gene keys, astrology. You know, it's just like all of these are just tools to give yourself more insight about yourself. And don't even you don't even need to take that to be true. It's about taking that and experimenting with it in your life, embodying it and see what happens. Or doing the complete opposite and seeing what happens. Yeah. And oh. then just experimenting. Journaling. If if anything. To answer the question that was, I've already forgotten it. Something, what should we do if we wake up from the matrix? Journal. Put your feet in the grass and journal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be, it's not, it's not scary. You can plug in anytime. I also know some, know some people who journal out loud, like they'll go for a walk and just talk into their voice notes. Oh, and so if you're not a writer, that's still like a really good way to get your thoughts organized. Therapy, therapy, <laughs> but you have—I don't know—you have to find the right, the right type of therapist. Mm -hmm. But they're out there. They're you gotta there. call, magnetize them to you, or start a podcast. Or start a podcast. That's a great. That's a great um, suggestion. That's what we did. Well, I. No, that's not what we did. We are just now sharing our yeah we, weirdness. I think. I think this was inevitable. It was. <laughs> Y'all are talking about density in part three of the metaverse. Thank you for sh um, commenting on that. This is great. Got me thinking about Robert Edward Grant stuff on etymology. On I don't know. Ooh, enlighten us. Do you want to come, come on? on? Would you? I don't know anything about like that. Like to come on and talk to us about that. Etymology of light and numbers. I do love numbers, my, and I do love light. My whole hand is rainbowing right now. Roji Biv. <laughs> Red, orange, orange, green, yellow, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Thanks. One for each chakra. One for each yeah chakra. Do you think the Federation would ever give up on saving us? Um, no. We also have to save ourselves. It's not the Federation's responsibility to save us. We as powerful galactic beings have enough power in ourselves to uh, save ourselves it's not up to the federation and i don't oh no there's time limits now that's bullshit we got a two minute warning we'll come back we're we're gonna come back but, um <laughs> yeah we have to save ourselves he was basically saying they were the same thing but a different Light and numbers, I believe that. There's, I mean, it's all just all energy, right? And frequency. And frequency, it's all the same thing. It's just different expressions of it. Interesting. Okay. Okay, we're gonna end this and come back on. Will you guys come back on? Come back on. <laughs> now live again. I hope you all come back. <laughs> Why does that look so different? Different fonts. I guess. Eater, eater.
gosh. I hope they come back. <laughs> the, we the last really question rolling. was, are the Federation, is the Federation going to save us? And there was something I was going to say about it. Oh, yeah. What I'm going to say was, I want to say it just now. Oh, oh my God. Sorry if there was that was so loud. <laughs> scared me. Sorry. Oh, thank goodness. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. We switched phones. We switched phones. There's a, apparently a, a timer, timer now. Limit, apparently. Did we get demoted? We smoke too much. I don't care. On here. Boom! Come, come for me. Okay. Well, hopefully, come. we get Ryan and. We gotta go. Okay. Should I just say what I was gonna say? Sure. Okay. So the uh, the other last question that we were finishing on, or talking about, or whatever, was: Do you think the Federation? Will always say this or whatever. Oh, here, look, Ryan's back. <coughs> uh, so and so the Federation, you got to save yourself. But I also think yes, all of that sovereignty. Oh, I hope Jennifer comes back too. That's who else is here. Mm -hmm. Um, yes to all the sovereignty, but also I don't think that it's in the interest of the universe. If the interest of the universe is to heal all of the wounds and bring everything back to source. I don't think it's in the interest of the universe to have the cabal in power. So I think, yeah, they will always do whatever they can to get us on a timeline where we are ascending and healing Gaia. Right? Yeah. That's what I think. Um, Elizabeth April is also a really good um, galactic resource. Mm -hmm. She channels um, the Galactic Federation. So if you have more... More for more information about the Galactic Federation, go look up Elizabeth April. She's, she's she does like monthly events. You can yeah, go to her zooms and chill channel. Yeah, she's I think she's really good. She's I resonate ass. with a lot of what she says. Me too. Um, yeah, I like her. But I, I want more information that. about this Robert Edwards character. Light and numbers. What were we saying in episode three, or part three? I have no idea. <laughs> About but I mean, it is all frequency, frequency, right? We were yeah. kind of just like playing with that idea where light and numbers and color and it's all just frequency. I don't know what that guy said. Do you think... Oh, the etymologies. That's, that's about the words, right? Oh. Oh. I remember. Oh, okay. Let's look it up. Let's look up the etymology of light and numbers. I remember we had a cool conversation about the entomology of... Ryan wants to jump on. What's up, Ryan? Okay, hold on. I'm not getting in. It didn't work. Except. Yay, it worked. Hey, yo. Hi. So you just talked about uh, frequency and colors. That's been something that... Um, I've been kind of following for a little while and I just wanted to put out there. Uh, so, and I was speaking with Heather about this yesterday. It does seem that we are able to kind of sum up a lot of the narrative we're getting in a sequence of colors uh, throughout the last few years, right? A lot of COVID and uh, related stuff. I don't know if, hopefully I'm not causing 
We're there. We're here already. <laughs> you, you know how everybody these days when you're watching them on YouTube, they're always like being super careful about that. Uh, anyway, it seems like throughout the last couple of years, there's been a lot of blue and yellow. And we see it in other places now too. But we've also seen it in weird places where you wouldn't see blue and yellow, right? Like the colors of the year were blue and yellow. It's it's very strange how that's been showing up. Um, but reading into black, that, there was there was like red and black um, that represented another moment in in our attention. Um, and these days, I saw kind of blue and yellow transition into a lot of green for a little while. Uh, and green was surfacing in our head a lot. One person pointed out that even in words, like words or spells or whatever, but they're talking about how uh, Jada Pinkett Smith was in our minds and Jade is green. Pink is on that, what uh, they're talking about, the line of purples, if anybody follows those accounts, um, where pinks and purples don't actually exist. So it's an indication of something. False. Something is not true. Right. Um and then we're seeing right now that the green is transitioning into perhaps red and black, where we've seen that in the last few years, too, in civil unrest. So um, I'm kind of wondering, you know, if anybody is noticing those types of patterns these days, because we do see those in frequencies. And I'm not so much thinking that um, I used to kind of think, oh, perhaps there's a narrative and it's being pushed and these colors might be contributing. It's not so much that, I think. I think it's more so that um, we as a collective call for these things to, to just be within our attention. Our, if attention is the uh, currency of the realm, then it does seem that perhaps it's not so much people are sending us the message as we're saying, hey, this is the message that we're going to pay attention to. And that's why it gets very loud. But I don't know. I've been noticing that that color pattern. And I'm starting to think less that, you know, that it's intentional as much as it is. Oh, we're, we're giving our attention to this. And we're drawing a lot of associations from it. Anyway, that, that's, that's all I got. I don't even know if I have a question in there other than, have you also noticed it? <laughs> Well, that's really interesting that you say that we are the ones that are calling the colors out because, like, we talked about egregory before, but it's like we as consciousness have the power to bring um, whatever it is to our reality. So if we're the ones, like, bringing the colors out, or, like, I don't, like, Somebody somewhere is channeling, like, these are the colors that people are going to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. So, that's just, yeah, that's really interesting. Right, maybe it plays along the whole uh, collective subconscious thing or whatever, but I'm starting to think, right, um, I, I got into the whole manifesting thing uh, a little while back, and then it just started to prove itself true in my life a few times over, and then, of course, like, Gosh, be careful what you wish for, because uh, just like in um, Aladdin, when Jafar became the genie, uh, <laughs> he was punishing people for their wishes, right? And that's, yeah. that's, that's so simple and dumb, but th it really makes sense for me. That's that's how you put it. I I wished for certain things to come in my life, and the specific thing did happen, but 
boy, did it come with some consequences or, for example, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to make a little bit more money at work. So that came with a promotion and that came with responsibility. And with that responsibility came a whole lot of like imposter syndrome and that kind of stuff. So I'm now <laughs> taking a step back from manifesting so hard, but I'm kind of realizing that uh, people are putting out there <laughs> as much as they, they are taking in, you know, uh, our energy is really feeding uh, the, the hurt that's in this world. And um, <laughs> gosh, yeah. if we were all just a little bit more aware of it, perhaps that's our way through or that's our way out. You know, if we could see the matrix for it being this thing that's just really trying to pull our attention. Um, God, I, I think of it as a vampire sometimes. <laughs> but if, yeah. if we knew that, perhaps that's the way we can ascend. Uh, but um, my question earlier about the Federation, I feel like, <laughs> don't you feel like they might eventually be like, hey, these guys aren't getting it. <laughs> we we well, need to go help someone else because these guys suck. <laughs> well, if you listen to a recent thing of Elizabeth April, she mm -hmm. says that they actually, like, just, re like, within the last couple weeks, reset our timeline by like two or three days by like like a few times in yeah. order to get us on the on a different on timeline different that timeline. like realigning us back to the infinity timeline uh so they're helping they're they're trying if oh that that's pretty cool i i i don't know that concept so i'll check it out yeah anyway i'm gonna um i'm gonna drop off of this thing so i'm not taking everyone's time but I'll keep listening in. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Ryan, Thanks, Ryan for hopping on. Oh, that was so, so interesting. Exciting. Yeah, dude. Aliens, man. I don't even know where we go from there. I know. Light well, I don't know. I feel like, um, like, Ryan, you were talking about, uh, you know, manifesting things and then, you know, be careful what you wish for. Oh, yeah. Things are coming in. It almost makes me think, like, what a great opportunity to deal with all of those things that are coming up so that you can clear them out. And then the next time you manifest something, it's like more exactly what you want. So like maybe you man, you wanted more money and the only way, and I, you know, sorry for using this example, but it's what we're just talking about, but you know, maybe you wanted to manifest more money and the only way in your subconscious to do that was to get, uh, you know, a job with more responsibilities, which means more work for you. Some people get more money without getting more job, without getting more responsibility. Some people get yeah. a raise just because it's a merit raise or because it's a, a what's that called? A cost of living raise. So maybe it's just an opportunity to like check where you're manifesting from. You know, maybe there's just like something in you that has a little wrinkle and you just got to like find that little wrinkle and massage it out. I'd also say that you, with manifestation, you can also say, um, with the caveat of whatever is the, the highest good. Like, if, mm -hmm. if it's not aligned with my highest good, I don't want it. Totally. And it's up to you, universe, to, you know, help me out. But when you manifest, just be like, if it's not my highest good, then 
don't give it to me. So you know? Ryan says, ah, that's how I define it in my heart. So that's how it happened. Dang. Oh, true. So one thing that uh, we were talking about Lacey Phillips and to be magnetic, one thing that she talks about that's a really important, like a really important concept for me is the idea of expanders, mm -hmm. which are people who have already gotten the thing that you want. And when you connect to their energy and when you see them doing that thing, it like aligns you to the energy and shows you that you can have, like somebody already has that thing so that you can have that thing too. So if what you want is more money, but not more responsibility, <coughs> find someone at your, your job who has gotten a merit raise and be like, okay, this happens here. I'm gonna, that's gonna be me. I'm gonna, that's gonna be me next. Mm. That's great. Expanders are super Expanders cool. are awesome. I love that. But I think that's also like part of this whole thing that we're learning and the processing <coughs> of trauma mm -hmm. is that this is how it happens. Is like you manifest something, you run into a test, you're like, oh fuck, this isn't exactly what I wanted, but at least it's partially what I wanted. But that's not completely what I wanted. So the test is, how are you going to get around getting that thing away? Mm -hmm. You know, are you going to stand in your boundaries and stand in your worth and say, no, I, for exactly what I am doing today, I am worth a raise. You know, mm -hmm. it's all about transmuting, transmuting, transmuting the energy of each situation. Because that's the test. It's like it might be the same test over and over and over again. But it's like how you respond to the test mm -hmm. is also important. Like Russian Doll, have you have you watched Russian Doll? I saw on the first Netflix? season, but I don't even remember a ton about it. Um, but it's, it's on my a, watch list. It's the second season came out. It's really really good. But basically, it's a show about a woman who just keeps like reliving her death, you know, and she has to like figure out a way to do it, right? Or like the ground, whole Groundhog's Day. Mm -hmm. things like you have to do the right thing to keep get or to, to get out of the loop and trauma healing and like healing in general is just maneuvering out of the loop to a different loop to maneuver out of the loop yeah so love that also that okay I, I have a thing to drop in from flying rainbow lasagna that relates drop it in drop it in so the way that timelines work, according to, according to my flying rainbow lasagna class, is that like a timeline, you know, in that, in that timeline, the, the soul only lasts one day before it dies. You know, it you know, catches a bug and it dies. So then it starts its life over. And then the next time the body realizes to like not catch that bug and it lasts for two days. And so, yes, 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 but yes, then yes. it dies and then you know, it gets bitten by a spider or whatever. And so it dies and then it starts over and then it gets three days and it goes further and further. But every single time what has to happen in order to <coughs> extend the timeline is you have to change something. You have to learn from your mistake. Mm -hmm. You have to learn from your mistake and then do, and then take different action in order to get an extra day. So that's kind of what this is. You know, trauma healing is examining what's happened in your past seeing where you can take different action so when that thing comes to you in the future I and mean, you don't have to die and start the timeline over you just move to the test and even within the text <coughs> of histories of the multiverse like you we saw a pattern of like two sides fighting against each other and then coming together to create something that then something else 
warred against it. And then they came together to create something. And then that, so it's like, we, like in the histories of the multiverse, we are like fractaling outwards, always reliving these loops. Mm -hmm. And if the point of us is to help the mother wound, which is Gaia, you know, we're healing ourselves through healing or like we're healing her through healing ourselves. Right. A hundred percent. And just changing the loops right. because like, I don't really want to have another like this. I mean, I mean, we're seeing it even now mm -hmm. Two, there's two sides, the right side and the left side, you know, the black side and the white side and the, all the sides. And it's just like, I'm so ready to just like come together and just like, Stop boring, man. Yeah. Now I want to watch Cloud, the Cloud Atlas, Atlas and Altered which, Carbon. Oh, Captain Atlas and Altered Carbon. What's Captain Atlas? Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas is really is good. Cool. And, if you wanted timelines. Yeah. Altered Carbon. I have tried to watch that a few times, and I keep falling asleep. So sometimes I, it's not ready. Cloud Atlas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually read that book too. The book was really good. Come together, smoke some weed. Exactly. <laughs> That's okay. We, we figured it out. Yeah, Cloud Atlas is really good. Yeah. I couldn't get through the book. It took me a while, but I, once I got past like the first, I don't know, maybe three chapters, oh, right. and then I started to see where things were weaving. And he, did, he the way that he wrote it was really clever because it was like he told the first half of a, of a timeline and that was one part and then he told the first half of the next timeline and then the first half of the next one and then finally he gets to the middle of the book and tells like a whole story and then tells the end of a previous timeline and so it's like a it's like a Russian doll it's like a you know it's mm -hmm. like the way mm -hmm. that the chapter or the story is closed out yeah is in this like sequential layered mm -hmm. egg moment yeah onion moment Oh, and see, and like, this is why media and art is so important because that is just, it's just a good example. Mm -hmm. I'm getting high now. I know you were saying something about the coming together, but I want, I don't remember. Never mind. I had another point that I forgot. Oh, all of our sides. Well, oh, well, okay. Here's this one thing. You probably turned mine down too. No, probably not. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, duality is shifting, you know, mm -hmm. and like, <laughs> I'm getting super high now, <laughs> but you know how like, kind of in our world, it's not, wow, this is, <laughs> my brain is glitchy because I just got really excited over the idea of yeah. like, duality ending, you know, yeah. like it's not black or white, it's like, and or it's mm -hmm. now uh, everything is possible reality yeah like us breaking out of the matrix is us creating and everything is an option mm -hmm. reality mm -hmm. i don't know where that leads but that gets me excited well it, it's just duality is so interesting because <laughs> i mean going back to the beginning of the text right in the beginning or even if you, if we're talking about like numbers, right? So in the beginning, there was unity, there was one, right? One wanted to experience more than itself. Right. So it 
separated itself so fiercely that it created the universe, our universe, mm -hmm. our multiverse, I don't know, in order, in order to experience things mm -hmm. outside of itself. Mm -hmm. And that's duality. But, okay. Uh, okay, so many good things. Okay, but then the, then you get the three, which those two things come together and create the third, right? And I don't remember where I'm going with this. Well, it's just so interesting. Do, oh. I feel like the singularity causes a duality. It, it, it does. does. It does. Because even in your dimension thing, yeah, a line going like this is causing two points to happen. Right. No, the whole thing is that you go through the singularity to come out on the other side, but singularity has two ends. So, but a duality. duality. So a duality. So it, yeah, totally causes duality. Oh man. Because I mean, that's the Taurus field, right? right? Do we all know what the Taurus field is? It's the donut-shaped energy. energy field around us. Uh, yes, honey, we are doing takeout tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the Taurus field. It is the energy field around us through which energy is flowing through us, mm -hmm. and we all have a singularity at our center as that aligns with the center of our Taurus field and it's yeah your energy goes through it goes in and it goes out it goes up and it goes down it goes around and, and therefore it goes and everywhere and, yeah which is like also like the third totally well because no what happens is that you have your Taurus and I have right. my Taurus and then when we us two people come together our this is what human design teaches us is that we have now created a quantum new thing Ooh. So it's not just us as individual people now it's us right. together as a unit and that is the third and thus the multiverse and thus the multiverse oh and you need to have two to be in a multiverse right anyway totally you need more than one Ooh, Gosh. that's true that's so fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's all wow. crazy. Yeah. Did you know that, oh, which is why we don't need spaceships. Merkaba! Right. Right. Which is another two that comes together into a new quantum thing. So the Merkaba, if we don't know, is um, an energetic, I don't know, way of setting your energy that is like an upside down triangular pyramid and a right side up triangular pyramid that comes together into a six pointed star. Should I go get an example? Well, do we have a whiteboard? Or, yeah, do you have one? I have one already drawn. If she has one already drawn. I'm not even going to try to explain what a Merkaba is because I'll butcher it up. Oh, she has a pretty one. That's a Merkaba. It's, you have your right side up pyramid and then your upside down pyramid. What do you do with it? You spin the pyramids around your singularity. Oh, Jennifer can show us her Merkaba. Oh, girl, hop on. I had one and Mara lost Re it. Request um, to uh, appear. I don't know where it went because Mara. I know. She flew it away somewhere. But yeah, the idea is to, if you can learn to spin your Merkaba, spin each pyramid in opposite and opposing directions, then you are able to protect your energy. Because what happens is that in the, the points of the Merkaba, like the points of the triangle, Hi. 
The point I'm not set right. up for lighting, but oh, there it is. Yes. Hold on. <laughs> I'm just like busy vaping. Hi, you guys. Hi. Um, can you see that? Yeah. Yes. That's a good okay. size. Mine's so much smaller. Oh, that's cool. But yeah. So it's a uh, pointing up pyramid and a pointing down pyramid intersected. And if you are able to set that around your heart and your body, and if you in, you know, in your head, if you in your mind, okay, I'm shy, I'm gonna go. Okay, bye. <laughs> How do I even go? Oh. <laughs> if you're able to spin these pyramids in opposite directions, then the point pointy corners deflect energy that is not good for you. Um, but energy that is good for you is let in through the vertices, through like these points here, where these points knock negative energy away and these inner points let things in. So it's just a way to protect your, yourself. And then if you really want to get advanced, you can learn how to turn your, your uh, six-pointed pyramid into an eight-sided Star tetrahedron, and that is your spaceship for traveling through the multiverse, through the universe, through the multiverse. I think you can travel timelines in that. I'm not saying that I've gotten there, but anyway. Holy shit, isn't that cool? Um, related to Star of David, I probably because the Hebrews are like quite a mystical bunch. Yes, they are. So I don't know specifically like the uh, mysticism behind the Star of David, but I would be surprised if it were not related. So yeah, Merkabas. Merkabas. Why were we talking about Merkabas? We were just we were talking about it because do 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 do, which is why we oh, don't duality. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember because we can travel in like in the Merkaba inner. Oh yeah, inner world. We can travel. So you want to know something cool about black holes? Sure. So black <laughs> holes, <laughs> black holes are at the center of every galaxy right which is it's at the singularity point of every galaxy so if you black, wait re-say that black holes are at the center of every galaxy okay, thank you that's how galaxies like if the energy is swirling into mm -hmm. the black hole and that's where you get your arms of the galaxy mm -hmm. so at the center of every galaxy is a black hole at the center of every thing is the singularity because it's the center of that thing's uh, torus field So, okay, I got stuck on the sun is not the center of the galaxy. The sun is the center of our solar system. Okay, thank you. Which is a part of the Milky Way galaxy. Okay, so okay, okay, a, okay, yep, thank you. We have a galactic center that is different than our solar center, which our solar center is the sun, is our sun. Correct. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So, related Hi. to that, I'm not done yet. Okay, <laughs> if you learn to project your consciousness through a black hole through the singularity it connects that galactic center gal connects to the singularity of every solar star in that galaxy so you can shoot out of any sun into that sun's solar system what do you do there <laughs> visit have tea <laughs> whatever you want explore explore that's so cool. Isn't that interesting? That is really interesting. So there's, so I mean, to the point of duality, like there's always an exit point where there's an entrance point. Right. And everything is always connected back to the singularity. Right. Of course. 
because that is source. I'm just being tree, obviously. <laughs> uh, facts. I was just thinking about. So, is there singularity and chaos, or is there chaos and then within chaos there is the singularity? I going back to that, that, that conversation. Hold on. Uh, what? Say that again. Is there chaos? and the singularity or within chaos is the, the singularity so i think that the singularity is integrated chaos and non-chaos manifest whatever i'm not sure what the opposite of chaos is order <laughs> so i that's i think that the singularity is both and it's when you exit the singularity that you have other Chaos feminine singularity masculine. Chaos feminine singularity hmm. masculine. Yeah, I, think I so. like that. I think so, but maybe we want to use it's the like terms yin, yang, magnetic and electric, connecting that back to the text because feminine and masculine have been—they're just in so many different conversations right now, and it gets tricky to like actually define what is like. Literally, the past two years, I've been contemplating my divine feminine, my divine masculine, and what all that what that all looks like. So we, I've been like in my own head playing with the idea of, I really love magnetic and electric where electric is this quote unquote masculine energy of like action and doing. And uh, magnetic is the quote on, what? Oh, sure. I'm wearing yin yangs today. It's the quote unquote um, feminine is magnetic, which is the receptive, it draws things to it. So yeah, I think chaos is, is magnetic and I think singularity is masculine. Yeah. You know, I would agree with that. Or no, no, no. Singularity is both. Singularity is both. Chaos is a part of singularity, but the opposite of chaos is not singularity. The opposite of chaos would be matter, right? It would be manifested matter. I'm sorry, re-say that. The opposite of chaos would not be the singularity because the singularity is unity. Correct. That's what I, that's what I kept thinking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But so I couldn't, like, I didn't know how to say it. Yeah. Thank you. So then the opposite of chaos is not singularity. It's matter. Like order. 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 Plus or minus one zero. To, oh my God. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I feel like, is that like code? <laughs> is that like, um, binary code? Cause that's, that's duality. Chaos and order. Okay, there okay. you go. Chaos oh, and order. there we go. Here we go. Chaos and order theory. That's something to look at. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna look at. Yeah. I guess we Thank said you. That. See, this is this is groupthink. This is yeah. This is positive groupthink. This is how we <laughs> he codes. Yeah. Okay. What does that code into? <laughs> no, nothing. Probably chaos and order. Have you guys seen the the robot that uh, like the saddest robot ever? That it's designed to leak hydraulic fuel fluid that it requires in order for it to live, but it's, uh, the leak is slightly faster than the rate at which it can recollect its fluid. So over the course of like three or four years or something, it slowly died. And so the there's a video of it like towards the end of its life where it's really slow and there's like, fluid everywhere all around it. and it, it looks like an excavator arm 
that's just like with a squeegee on it that's just that's like sad. pulling it in and it's you know talk about I'll text him. like sad wait what were we talking about chaos and order oh talk about chaos and order isn't that sad that is super sad that makes me really sad well do you know the um hitchhiker's yeah, guide to the galaxy and that robot was really sad yeah yeah um yeah sad robots that makes me really sad it looks like he's trying to save itself mm -hmm. that's what it's designed to do yeah, that's robots are getting a little too real. Yeah, when you things. add emotion to a robot, like, is it okay? Wait, though, is it actually no, sad? No, or are we putting sadness on the robot? We're totally putting sadness on the robot oh, okay. because the robot is a robot and okay. it doesn't feel okay. However, in our great human empathy and compassion, we relate it back to our lives where our own energy is slowly being leaked from us and we can't grasp it back to us fast Isn't enough. That what we're doing? That's what I'm saying. Like it's no. like, like such an intense metaphor and like so yeah. it's not that the robot is sad. Okay. It's that it's really evoking some deep shit. We're sad. Some deep shit. Well, we're not meant to live forever. Have you heard about the thing? <laughs> Oh yeah, Mr. Miniseeks from um, Rick and Morty. They're mm -hmm. the ones that have to perform their task, right? I don't know. And then they turn sad because they can't, because there's too many of them. Well, and calling back to Cloud Atlas from earlier, there's the one timeline there where it's, they're not robots, but they're like human Cyborgs. things in the future where they're, the like the gal is uh the main character is works in a fast food place and she just goes to sleep in her little closet wakes up puts on her uniform goes to work and that's like their life like that is all that she knows is, is life and then at the end of a unit's life they are taken to not have to work anymore to like the place of paradise but the spoiler alert at the end of this timeline she finds out that they're just liquefied and fed back to the, these human her like uh -huh. yeah and then she ends up breaking out and then she becomes like the savior or whatever but um yeah i mean yeah oh, right sad. yeah it's kind of like we're hurrying to live our lives before we run out of life or figure out what life is about before it's over and that's the yeah. other thing about this whole thing is that our the point the reason why we're here is that we're here to experience life and so being in the moment and being present with yourself in the moment is like super key also totally tell this i had a point about sad robots what's up girl sad robot oh no bad robot is that bad one? robot production company didn't they do fringe that show fringe did they probably i think so i could believe it Dope. Yeah, still on. we are still on. Although uh, we are towards the end, I think. I'm yeah, I'm puttering out, and my stomach is probably growling. So, does any of you have final thoughts? Final thoughts? Any questions about 
what we've been talking about, the histories of the multiverse, or any of the other crazy other fucking topics we've talked about today. <laughs> We've been going for a really good time. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Yeah, that we was fun. really appreciate you all being here. And for coming back back and online after our timer ran out. Yeah, who knew we were on a timer? But well, that just shows you how long we've been out of the live game. I know. I know. This was fun. We should do this again soon. Love you we guys. We love you so guys. Much. Thanks for joining us. This was so really the best. So glad to share knowledge. And, and also, have any of you watched Fringe? Would you love recommend Fringe? I um, watched it when it came out, but I was like 14 or something. Maybe that's one to revisit. Yeah, I would probably revisit that one. Or Lost. A lot of fun. Dang, Fringe. <laughs> Your keyboard. Your keyboard. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, this was so fun. Um, any further reading or recommended viewing? Let's see. Mm, go to, I have, I should go check out Seth Lyons' wife's work. Oh, totally. Because she's, like, actually heavy into this, like, whole trauma. She's a somatic trauma healer Thank or you. something like that. Where you're, she, her focus is actually helping you get your trauma out of your body so that you don't have to, like, experience that feeling every time you, like, you know, walk down the street next to somebody that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. So I would check her stuff out. It's embedded in... Irene. Irene Lyons. her name. Thank you. With the Y, Y with the Y. Mm -hmm. It's embedded within the text um, of Histories of the Multiverse, but it's also, I think she has a, bu a bunch of YouTube stuff. And website. And website. If you just search Irene Lyon, you'll find her. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. Right? Get trauma yeah. out of your body. Yeah. That's important. Oh my gosh. Cool. All right, everybody. Thank you so, thank much. You so much for joining us on this epic this journey. is so fun. Truly. Yeah. They really are they a power, are a power couple. couple. Um, we'll talk to you next time. I don't know what we're talking about, but we're talk we'll talk about it. We'll <laughs> talk about it. If you have any fun topics, text us. Um, have a great night. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Oh, okay, oh, bye. Bye. Visit our website, chronicgals.com, for show notes of current and past episodes. Follow us on Instagram at chronicgals underscore podcast to check out what crazy things we're up to. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the video versions of these episodes. And make sure you hit the like button and the notification button to get notified when we post a new video. <laughs> Rate, review, and share our hilarious podcast. You didn't do the thing with me. Oh, sorry. Hilarious. <laughs> because the best recommendation is from people you trust. See ya. Bye. Bye.